Uh, Jessica Vaughn, Center for Immigration Studies. The world is a bit upside down, isn't it? You look a little it shocked is. by that. Well, I was. Let's get it close to that, so I want people to hear you. Right? Yeah. I was in a great mood this morning. And Sorry. Then on the way here. <laughs> the things I just heard from you are depressing, but even on the way, I, I ran into Art Del Cueto, who oh, yeah. told me he had oh, just geez. been on your show telling me what Pima County supervisors did. Oh, yeah, they're really smart people. They're the dumbest people. I mean, you have, you have a guy, they hate Trump so much. You have a supervisor, uh, Supervisor Richard Elias, but I'm only on. I don't know if you, I have a four hour show. So I like to save as much time as I can. So I call him Dick. So Supervisor Dick Elias, because again, it's, it's a lot to say the word Richard. It just really is. So I just say it's Supervisor Dick Elias. I don't have time. Four hour show. He led the way. He actually is called Border Patrol racist. He doesn't like to drive north of a road in Tucson. Apparently he claims only but white people live there, and he's afraid since he uh, is, uh, is Hispanic that Border Patrol will arrest him. He says he travels with his passport. This is how, this is how moronic. I live past that road, and I'm fine. <laughs> you don't like guacamole, so you don't, whatever. It's the brown skin. You're appropriating my culture, right? Whatever. So, um, so yeah, this, this is how pathetic these people are. And you know what? Goodrich, before we play the McConnell stuff for Jessica, who, again, does phenomenal work. For the Center for Immigration Studies, uh, Goodrich, can you play the soundbite? Uh, the Ramon Valdez. There's there's three people that voted to say we are not going to accept the Operation Stone Garden funds. Free right? money from the free, Border Patrol. Free money for for the Sheriff's Department to give to law enforcement, local law enforcement, you name it, which helps Border Patrol and everything else. Because apparently, we uh, almost 50 percent of the drugs that come into the country come in through Tucson. Yes, and this is yeah. these are grants that go to local law enforcement yes. agencies to enforce state and local laws. Yes. They're not enforcing immigration laws this is how but, stupid these people are you're gonna get shocked when you hear this Jessica like I so you have three people Ramon Valadez the supervisor Sharon Bronson who said women back 50 years Wait, 50 she drove across the street from our radio station we have monsoon big storms right that happened in the summertime uh, she drove a county funded taxpayer funded vehicle she was raining and she like panicked who knows she I don't know if she was drunk I don't know so she drove literally down a side street in an alley and into a wall of water and it destroyed the car. So I call her the driver. We do it every time. So, and I say that she just set women back 50 years by driving that way, right? right? You know, it's just, I'm not, don't blame me, blame her. So you have her and then Dick Elias and then Valdez. Goodrich, I'm trying to, where the hell did the prep go from yesterday? Well, here we go. The policy I want of, you to any, uh, of no tolerance. Yes, this, this The policy this is, of separating children from their families. Mm -hmm. The policy of having no real action on DACA. The present policy that criminalizes asylum seekers, mm -hmm. the unrelenting and misplaced faith in the border wall. Yeah, that was um, that was Ramon Valadez. Why he rejected that? It had nothing to do with what the, the money actually does. Right. Yeah, I know. And there's 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 more. Um, let's play uh, Richard uh, Dickelius, fifty one. I almost slipped. I got to save time. Supervisor Dickelius, fifty one. If you don't mind, Goodrich. Saturday. I think we made a statement that. Um, Local officials, local law enforcement needs to be about enforcing local laws. Yes, and doesn't it? That's doesn't that money they do. help? It gives you. Yeah, they buy uh, vehicles, pays for overtime. Mm -hmm. So Pima County must be so rich they can fight the uh, international drug cartels on mm. their own and don't need federal money for that. I want to move there. Don't you do. must not pay any taxes. Your county must have so much money. Highest property taxes in the state of Arizona. Oh. We are this so is rich because they're not taking. Free money from the federal government because uh, they hate Trump, right? Because they say we are so rich, our roads are littered with holes. Our roads look like teenagers' faces. It's that bad. We're that rich.
It's that good. These are the, and again, I blame them, but I also blame the dopes that actually elect these morons. Well, right. And the thing is, is that the, the drug trade is um, allowing criminal aliens, aliens to come in who are preying on immigrants in the community. Mm -hmm. But according to these dopes, we're a welcoming community. Welcome to well, you just put out a welcome mat that's for what it is. drug traffickers, mm -hmm. and that's what that's what and that's they, what they've yeah, done. That's, and they they made Absolutely. our community less safe yeah. because of it. All because they claim they hate Trump. They rejected all this because Trump wants to build a wall. And next will come the caravans. Yep. And I mean Arizona is already getting the faux asylum seekers from India mm -hmm. and other countries. Really? Yes. Absolutely. See now now you're depressing me. I depressed you. Now you're depressing me. Jessica Vaughn, Center for Immigration Studies, CIS.org, is who's, who's on KNST AM790 right now. So tell me about this. Faux, faux Indian, faux asylum seekers from India. That's right. Well, because um, this, our policy toward asylum seekers is now well known yeah. that if you show up at the southern border and ask for asylum, you are given the, the first step is what's called a credible fear hearing, which okay. means you, um, you know, say that you fear return based on persecution because of your race, religion, political opinion, or particular membership in a particular social group. So we've been uh, implementing a catch and release policy for everyone claiming asylum for many years, and most of the people who've been coming are Central Americans. But smugglers uh, operate all along the border. It's, con you can't, it's controlled by smugglers. You have to work with a smuggler in order to cross the land border illegally. Well, smugglers specialize in different parts of the country. People, some of them specialize in the Middle East, some of them specialize in India, some specialize in Latin Americans, Central Americans. So the, the, the smugglers who specialize in Indians come through Arizona. That's where they, that's their plaza. That's, you know, the deal that they have with that cartel to operate in that area. So you have a stream of people coming, they go, they fly to South America, then they meet up with one group there, they come up through usually Peru and Colombia and then cross the horrible jungle into Panama, come up through Central America illegally, cross through Mexico, Mexico looks the other way. They go right to Arizona and ask for asylum. Something like 90% of the people pass their credible fear screening, the initial one, mm -hmm. and then they are put on a bus um, to go elsewhere in Arizona and there are groups that meet them at the bus station and take them to where they're going to be living. It's their Indian, Indian community, Sikhs usually, community groups. And um, it's, it's, a, it's a whole planned operation. So they it's lie, called premeditated yeah. asylum fraud is what I call it. Uh, and they, you know, they, something like um, of all the people that apply for asylum and pass that credible fear test, only 50% of them actually bother filing the asylum application, according to Department of Justice so statistics. So you tell me, so they have to file that by a certain amount of time, where they yes. get deported, what? or, or I mean, or they're supposed to, right? <laughs> is, is something supposed to happen to them? What? If you if, are really seeking asylum, wouldn't you fill out the form? I would think so. I, you'd think. So is there a penalty, supposed to be a penalty, Well, if they don't? If you're caught, then theoretically you're deportable okay. because you're just here illegally. But, you know, we know that doesn't usually happen unless they commit a crime. Of the uh. half that actually fill out the paperwork, half of them don't even show up for their court hearing. Of the ones who do, about 20% of them will get asylum. 
but that's a, obviously a small percentage yeah. of all the ones who are The rest of them are like, you're lying and we caught you. Go home. Right. So that's why they don't show up, most of them. Right. So, there's, and there's no penalty. They know that if they get here, there are, it's very unlikely that they're going to be removed. Do they have a certain amount of time? I mean, like, okay, so they, they come here, they do the credible thing. They say, yes, you can go, show up at this court date, blah, 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 or file the paperwork. Right. If they never do it, are they at that point considered to be here illegally? Yes. Because so failure to appear. They don't all of a sudden get a visa and they could yeah. stay. So, but they're like, screw, we don't care. We're going to go to some place in America and we're going to live there and have a job. And, right, that's what they want. But they don't have the right document. Like they don't have a social security number. They might have a tin. So they're going to work under the table illegally, whatever, but whatever they're doing. Well, the good smugglers tell them that if they do fill out the asylum paperwork and once their application's been pending for 180 days, they get a work permit. Until their case is settled. And how long does it take for the case to be settled on average? It's like a couple of years? In Arizona, I bet it's four-year wait now. Because there are 700,000 cases backlogged in immigration So here's the thing, Jessica. You know this. You're a freaking expert. We just have a bunch of slimy... I just play the role of one. Well, there you go. It's okay. If you say it authoritatively, people believe you. That's that's my motto. No, I do. So so, um, you know this. Are there just slimy dirtbag Congress people that know this and refuse to believe it or acknowledge it and just don't care? Like I want Martha McSally to get up for freaking Keister, you know, uh, you know, let, let's uh, let, let's stop talking about the freaking A10 for a second, you dingbat, and and just get up there and do something about this. This is fraud. Is it well known? She did co-sponsor the bill that would uh, address this problem, the asylum fraud yeah. problem, I th- because she's running for the Senate. Uh-huh. We'll see if she really helps to push that over the finish line. Maybe this year. We need to do it this year. Because it's supposed to go from the House to the Senate. Yes. Well, she's in. She's in the House. She's in the now. House now. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so she co-sponsors that. Even if she that. wins, she's not going to. Yeah. She's. You know. She's. Well, what does that home- bill do? What does that bill do? Well, uh, it does many things. It's. Okay. A, it. It. Um. It would address the this whole problem with the asylum system change the standards you know everything jeff sessions can't do in his own Mm -hmm. it would fix it would give the border patrol more flexibility in dealing with the unaccompanied minors and the family units who are streaming in so the democrats hate it yeah it would deal with sanctuary cities Mm -hmm. it it imposes mandatory e-verify it ends chain migration it came 20 votes short of passing already in the house this is we went through this exercise a couple months ago and it it got more votes than Paul Ryan's bill, mm-hmm. so it's close. And um, we just uh, we have a, an interview series called Newsmakers. And uh, yesterday, at the National Press Club, we had Lamar Smith in, who's been working on immigration for thirty years. Used to be chairman of the Judiciary mm-hmm. Committee. He said they think they're close enough that they may try to to get this done in the lame duck session. And Normally, and we this, hate lame duck. Is this, this, this part of the Goodlatte bill? It is the Goodlatte bill. The and good Goodlatte bill. Yeah, the good one. Versus the, uh, this is where it gets confusing. Versus the faux Goodlatte bill. That you didn't like because it basically gave a whole bunch of, you know, basically asylum, amnesty to a bunch of asylum seekers. Right. It was stuff, fake, right? Insi- fake enforcement in exchange for amnesty and guest workers. That was the original one. Um, the original Goodlatte bill. No, that was, no, the, was the one that Paul Ryan adopted to oh, try. Oh, okay. So this to is the pretend good, that good it was the bill. president's agenda. Okay. This is the good good lad bill, the first one that came within twenty votes of passing. Okay. Because they had this remember this vote around the thing yep. to get away from the discharge petition. Mm-hmm. And so it's it confusing. I know. I know. There's so many shenanigans. They just never give so up. The, the Republican the, in the Republican Party. Yeah, they suck. Never give up on this. So they, they this should literally, as they have the House and the Senate, 
They need 60 votes in the Senate for this, though, yeah. don't they? Yeah. So it'll never pass because the Democrats are a bunch of dingbats. I think we should try it anyway yeah. because there are a bunch of Democrats who are seeking re-election exactly. in red states. Exactly. Yep. So they so should So why are we giving up? I mean, you know, we almost need try. It gets confusing. He has a lot of stuff to do, but it almost like he needs to get out there and cheerlead this on top yeah. of it. Yeah. But he's gonna, I'm afraid he's going to be sold a bill of goods by House leadership, and they're going to come to him with some money for the border wall and say, sign this other stuff, too, which is which Representative Yoder has already tried to do through the Yeah, that guy. And, and Trump sent out a tweet congratulating him mm. to getting $5 billion for the wall. And then that guy turns around. He was he had he had a whole bunch of amnesty stuff on the yes. table, yes. and he got called out by people on that. He did, and he's, I think, regretting what he did, yeah. but I don't know if he regrets it enough to stop doing it because he's got, you know, the giant bags of money sitting around. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a congressman from Kansas, Kevin. Oh, man. Um, I want you. Do you have another one? Can you, can you hang around for sure. a couple more minutes? Love to. Jessica Vaughn, Center for Immigration Studies. Another wealth of knowledge. CIS.org is the website. Because I want you to hear what Mitch McConnell said yesterday. Nobody's talking about this. this. And I was like, what's, what, how, how can you? We're going to get to that coming up. Just just hang with me. We, we, uh, we have much more coming up live in Washington, D.C. Uh, I invite you. We can't call it a tease because the tease is bad. This is what I've been told by radio people. Which makes sense because, you know, you grow up and you have, you know, you, you try to date girls and you're like, you're, you're teasing. What the, so it's not nice. You tell your kid not to tease people. So I invite you to stay with me. It's not a tease. I invite you to tease stay with nicely. me. Tease nicely. Yeah, Just there make you sure go. you pay off at the end of the there, tease. There you go. So we're going to have that. We hear what Mitch McConnell said. I got, uh, you get Jessica Vaughn's reaction to that. Um, and then, you know, I'm wondering, where the hell's Paul Ryan bit? What a fall from grace that guy, uh, you know, he's just useless. He's just, just pointless. Oh, he's behind the scenes. He's Still trying to do some shady working, stuff. Working? No, I think okay, so. we're going to find out some more dirt on that from Jessica. I wish you'd run for Congress. It'd be, it'd be a terrible thing for your character, but I wish you'd, go. I wish you'd do it. We're going to continue coming up in uh, about 4. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Live in Washington, D.C. for another 34 minutes. And then uh, we, will, uh, we will leave... We will leave this place, Ryan, where we do nothing but work and had no fun to make sure we can go home nope. and support our wives and children. Up late, up it's, early. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, you know, only if they knew that it was all, all, all work all the time. Had to eat the free crackers they gave you. It's true. On the airplane. Biscotti cookies. So, uh, anyway, Jessica Vaughn. Those are fantastic, by the way. You ever those in the airplane, the biscotti cookies? Oh, I love those. They're, oh, my God. Yes, I'm not going to say the name of the airline, but... Don't, yeah. don't, don't. It's okay. I know. Um, so uh, here at Jessica Vaughn, Center for Immigration Studies, CIS.org. Uh, she's awesome, and she's getting more and more famous like every week, too. You're on all the cable news shows. I mean, you're, just, you're crushing it. Good for you. Um, you go to the grocery store, people like, I've seen you. It does happen. It's, see, there you go. Yeah. I knew it. Actually, what really happens is people uh. look at me and go, I think seen you somewhere before church sports illustrated 1993 <laughs> <laughs> that's what i would say so um i want you to hear mitch mcconnell uh goodrich do you have let's play the sh you know play the long mitch mcconnell soundbite if you don't mind brett bear starts it off this was last night uh as i'm getting ready to do a working dinner with ryan because we did nothing but work uh i saw this and i'm like what the hell did this guy just say goodrich go ahead and play that uh, you kept the Senate in session for part of August to handle spending bills at the president's request. Uh, you made the most progress, as you mentioned, on spending bills in 20 plus years. Why wouldn't the president torch this up because there's no money for a wall? I mean, is that still a possibility that this thing all comes crashing to a halt? No, the, the nine bills that we're going to put on his desk before uh, the end of September, which is the end of the fiscal year, deal with other substance, but it also 90 percent of the federal budget will have been approved before the end of the fiscal year. And as you pointed out, that hadn't happened since 1997. Oh we still are in favor of the wall. We still want to get funding for the wall. 
but we think the best time to have that discussion is after is after the midterms and i'm like what sense does that make you could possibly i don't see them losing the house i just i don't with the economy everything going as well as it is i don't believe the media but you never know it makes sense yeah. if you don't want to be held accountable for not carrying through on the president's agenda. You can, they can, he's going to go around saying, "Look, we did nine of twelve. You know, we did the Department of Labor, and we did the Department of Education, and we did, you know, the Department of Swamp, and mm-hmm. they didn't do the one thing that they don't want to be held accountable for, which is the wall. And it shows you how corrupt a guy like Mitch McConnell is, right? And it's, it's and they're going to yeah. go back and probably, you know, what might happen is they're going to go back with a faux enforcement bill giving a little bit of money for wall in exchange for what those the house leadership and senate leadership want which is more people coming into the country more guest workers and say oh my gosh time is ticking you know do you want to shut down the government over this here's your you know that's what i fear and then that the White yeah. House will want to feel pressure to cut a deal. To cut a deal. Well, and yet that happened a last bad night. Deal. Ba- Not a bad good deal. Well, that happened, and that's literally down the block from us is where Fox News is, yeah. where that interview took place, and that was at about, uh, I don't know, what, what time? Did it, 6 o'clock? Something like that. So in yeah. the 6 o'clock hour. But then right before that, I noticed, and here's the story from Reuters, President Trump said on Wednesday, which was yesterday, he would be willing to shut down the government if Congress doesn't provide enough funding for border security. But it says reversing a stance he took a day earlier. So I'm I'm like listen yeah I'm border security or the actual no, wall no. construction yeah there's a difference yeah. I mean they're not given enough money for well actually I should I correct myself the bills that I've seen like um, ones from Mr Yoder mm-hmm. and others they're giving money for border patrol agents which but are just needed, not the wall but and not for ICE either no, not for, oh really not but then for I guess, detention which uh, we need to prevent the release of criminal aliens well. Apparently, the Daily Caller interviewed Trump on Tuesday, and he said, quote, I don't like the idea of shutdowns. I don't see even myself or anybody even or else closing down the, gov- the country right now. That's what he's quoted. But then Wednesday, he said um, Congress was making tremendous progress on funding, but he wanted to make good on a promise to fund border security. Um, he has repeatedly threatened to sign funding led for legislation if Congress fails to include enough money for a wall on the border. He reiterated, responded to a reporter's question. About a shutdown, if it happens, it happens. It's about border security. I'm willing to do anything. We have to protect our borders. And and he's got to show Congress that he's willing to go to the mat for this, too. And he's fighting Republicans. Gotta, yeah, that's, do you that's think, what... Yeah, do, you, do you have any... I mean, you have insight everywhere. Do you have any idea? I mean, he's got to sit there and just want to just yell at Mitch all day long. Because Mitch told uh, Brett Barry yesterday afterward, you know, oh, by the way, there's not going to be a shutdown. Not before the minute. Not going to be shut down. So he's like putting his line in the sand. Right. Trump's putting his line in the sand. One's president, one's not president. And that takes away, again, all of the pressure on yeah. these red state Dems. Mm-hmm. So Mitch McConnell they, just They sucks. have leverage. They do, won't use it. It's, and that's because they don't you, want to yeah. use it. Are you hearing anything? I mean, I know you, you have connections. You guys are here. I mean, Trump publicly acts like he and Mitch are cool. They can't be cool in the background. They can't be. And Trump made his wife labor imagine. secretary. Or I'm not labor, um, what, Elaine Chai, uh, whatever she is. I, she's she's one of the transportation secretary. There you go. Um, I, I don't know. It's one of those things. What Paul Ryan. He's kind of drifted beside his weekly little press conference he has. 
And we're sitting there going, what the hell is this guy doing? He's lurking in the background. He's doing bad things. Pushing the same agenda he's been pushing all along, which is try to bring home more cheap workers Mm -hmm. for his donor base. And, um, you know, sometimes I think McCarthy is kind of like a surrogate or something. Mm -hmm. But um, McCarthy, that's a dangerous game for him to be playing if he wants to be speaker. Well, he's coming out publicly trying to act like he is a big Trump guy. Yeah. And yeah. he's got the MAGA agenda. Right. But And he's been notorious over the years for pushing like the agenda of the ag workers mm-hmm. for you know for illegal workers in California. I don't trust him either. So you have no, him you and I'm glad. You have Jim trust Jordan. any of them. Jim Jordan. What do you think of him? I, I like Jim. He's a lot better than... Yeah. He is. I, I think that he wants to accomplish... Uh, he wants to accomplish something on immigration. He knows it's a winning issue for... Uh, for voters, for the mm-hmm. Republican Party, for our country, uh, and we'll fight hard for it. But unfortunately, you know, too many Republicans still are living in uh, 2000 mm-hmm. when they think, you know, when Republicans believed that they had to give in, had to uh, pander to um, to special interests. special interests, ethnic grievance groups, and big business, especially, mm. and that they would not survive unless they pursued a high immigration agenda but you know that was 2000 yeah they need to get with it this wins the president's agenda wins uh jessica thank you so much for the time this morning it's oh, great it's to great see to you, talk with I, you. Know. I thought we were going to talk morning. overstay Seven hundred thousand overstays in 2017 but this Can was we, more interesting well no but it, that's we, we get we, we'll get you on next week to talk about that okay but by the phone unfortunately Seven hundred thousand. that's a good tease we'll call it a tease for next week yeah, that's a great tease i know i know this the, 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 the current events just happened and it's just breaking it's an invitation for it's, it's right exactly Exactly. So I'll be in touch with you. I'll send you an email or a text. We'll make it happen. All right. All right. All right Jessica Vaughn, check out the website, cis.org, for unbelievable information about immigration and illegal immigration, that kind of stuff.